Hey, good morning. It's a Tuesday morning. Hope you're well today. And I've had a had a, had a good start to your week yesterday. Uh, good. Uh, it's been a great week this week. We're excited about uh, Bible study tomorrow night on Wednesday, Wednesday at St. Matthew's as we continue studying fasting during the season of Lent. It's really excited about worship this week. Uh, the show time to join us for worship. Uh, visit stm-umc.org slash worship. You can sign up, find, out, find out how to be a part of this uh, Sunday morning in worship at uh, 11 o'clock uh, intersection, our traditional, and then our, our 9 o'clock drive-in service as well. We have a lot of exciting things planned in the coming days here at St. Matthew's. So um, thanks for being a part of our weekly, our daily Bible study. And uh, we'd love to have you worship with us sometimes. And um, we'd love to have you worship wherever you worship at. So uh, uh, together as we all seek God together. I mentioned yesterday that one of our that uh, for the next le- next bit, our gospel, um, our New Testament reading will be Romans. Romans is one of our suggested New Testament readings. I just I just love Romans. Romans is such a great um great book. My my Friday morning Bible study that I'm part of. We're studying Romans right now, so um y'all may be stuck getting a good bit of Romans the next uh, next couple weeks as we uh, have Romans as a suggested passage. Because I'm always when I'm reading in the mornings, I'm always drawn to Romans. And what we see there. So I wanted to read to you um, today um, from uh, eight, chapter 1, verse 18 through 23. 1, 18 through 23. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and wickedness to those who by their wickedness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. Ever since the creation of the world, his eternal power and divine nature, invisible though they are, have been understood and seen through the things that he has made. So they were without an excuse. For though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but became futile in the thinking and their senseless minds were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools. They exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling a mortal human being or birds or four-footed animals or reptiles. Um... That's a very interesting passage there. And I think a couple things are, are interesting to me about that. One is about God and one is about us. Um, first verse 20, I think, is a very important passage. Verse 20 says, Ever since the creation of the world, his eternal power and divine nature, invisible though they are, though they, though they are have been understood and seen the things he has made. So they are without an excuse. Um, that's called divine revelation to what that is. That, that's a, a concept that's pretty common within Christian thought, within Christian apologetics. Apologetics is the, is the defending or the explaining, explaining, <laughs> explaining of the Christian faith. That's what apologetics are. Um, this is a key verse in the apologetics concept because it tells us that um, God's glory, um, his power, his divine nature, have been understood and seen the things that he has made. Um, that's a pretty, that is one of those biblical passages that we that we have experienced to be true in our lives in many ways. You don't believe me? Um, it's Tuesday morning, uh, March 2nd here in Madison, uh, raining outside. Um you want to see how true the strip verse is? Imagine if it wasn't raining, you go outside and watch the sunrise. You'd see God. You'd see God's glory there. You would. Um, all of creation testifies to God's power and God's beauty and God's glory. And this is, um, I think, so so interesting when we think about from an apologetic standpoint. Like once again, apologetics is the defending of the Christian faith. Um, 
one of the things I like from C.S. Lewis in his book, Mere Christianity, where he talks a lot about the doctrines that we hold to be true, these basic Christian doctrines, what he called mere Christianity, basically the creeds, the Apostles' Creed, the Nicene Creed, things such as that, is that um, Lewis would talk about how within each of us there is this um, internal compass, our conscience, if you will, that relates to us right and wrong, good and bad, you know, and we all just instinctively know stuff that's right and wrong, and we know it from children. So the great example is ask them, uh, talk to a four-year, a four-year-old or five-year-old about skipping in line. You think they're going to have a problem with it? Of course they are. You don't skip in line. Why? It's wrong. Why? It just it's just wrong. They just know it. Um, we have an internal compass that tells us right and wrong, um, and all of creation displays God's glory to us. And Lewis talks about um, beauty. I mean, there's no reason for the sunset to be beautiful. Is there? There's no reason for the sunrise to be beautiful. There's no reason for the Grand Canyon to be beautiful. There really isn't. Um, a blue sky doesn't accomplish anything. A, a pretty sunrise does not accomplish anything. They don't really accomplish anything. They're just kind of there. You know? Um, the first robin of spring, it doesn't accomplish anything. Beauty really serves no point, does it? Not really. I mean, not, not, not beauty in creation. Not beauty in the world. I mean... You could argue human attract human beauty may have some function with biology or whatever. Sure, why? Sure, but what function does a, a beautiful sunrise serve? Doesn't have a purpose. It's just beautiful. Same thing with the blue sky. Same thing with the clouds when they look just right the way, right the right way. Um, creation is beautiful. It is. The purpose of it is it testifies to God's glory and to God good God's goodness and to those beautiful parts of who God is. So Jesus later says, All of if you don't testify, then the rocks will cry out. All of creation will magnify and worship and glory God. Uh, that's the purpose it serves. And so we can't, um, we can't articulate why it's beautiful. We just know that it is. That was a Lewis argument in favor of universal concepts of beauty. If there's universal concepts of beauty and right and wrong, there must be things that are beautiful, things that are right and that are wrong. All of creation um, gives glory to God. It does. And so this passage here is contrasting the fact that all of creation is showing us God's glory and God's power and God's might. So this is the second part I think that's interesting. Verse 22 says, Claiming to be wise, they became fools, and they exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal humans, or birds, or four-footed animals, and reptiles. Uh, verse 21 um, says, They became futile in their thinking, and their senseless minds were darkened. And they claimed to be wise, they became fools. Um, I think there comes a point, and, that's, and this is really the point of Romans, the, the first few chapters, is that um, Paul is showing us how all of us are without, an, are without an excuse. And I think this is one of the dangers of sin, is when we play around with it, it hardens our heart. 
and it makes us, uh, sin makes us prideful. Uh, sin hardens our heart and hardens our mind and shuts us off from the things of God. I think that's one of the greatest dangers of continuing in sinful activities. I can t- 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 knowingly, we all mess up. And we all make mistakes. And who amongst us doesn't make mistakes? We all mess up every day. That's one of the things I love about my morning reflections. Every morning, I have a confession of prayer. Like, okay, Lord, every morning I come to you confessing not just my actions that are wrong, but my the intentions of my heart that are wrong. But every morning, I want to make sure that I give the Holy Spirit space to convict me, to allow me to confess these things to God. And then not just to confess them in the morning, but to give the Holy Spirit grace throughout the day, room throughout the day, to allow me to be mindful of my temptations and be mindful of these things. And then to, through the power of the Holy Spirit, resist them and know that I'm going to mess up in some other way. But I never want to be passive in my struggle against sin. I guess we mess up sometimes if we're passive against our struggle against sin. Paul's going to show us these next few chapters how any of us think any of us that think we have it all figured out, and any of us that think we're sinless, any of us that think we have no need for repentance, any of us that think we have no need for correction, any of us that think we have no need for for um, God's grace to be working our life or wrong. He's going he's gonna to eventually get to Romans 3.23, which is going to say, For all of sin and fallen short of the glory of God. I mean, that's where we're headed. That's where the first three chapters of Romans are headed there. Paul, the first three chapters of Romans, is going to dismantle any human concept of self-sufficiency. Gentiles, guess what? They're sinful. Here's how we know they're sinful. Jews, guess what? They're sinful. Here's how we know they're sinful. We're all sinful. We're all sinful. And we all need grace. So I think Paul's warning here for us is to understand that we are imperfect creatures, broken, and that we don't need to play around with this stuff. That we need to give the spirit room to work in our life. We need to guard our hearts against it. Because the last thing we want to have happen is what happens to these individuals in this passage where they saw the glory of God all around them and their hearts became so hard they couldn't recognize it. Let's be careful that didn't happen to us. So, Guard your heart today. I look for God's glory all around you and allow the spirit to have room in your life to work. Love you guys. Praying for you. Hope you have a great um, a great Tuesday. Um, we'll see you bright and early for a devotional tomorrow morning. Have a great day. Thanks for, thanks for being with us.